the future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I just, I never really thought about it. Mm-hmm. But, but basically, it's all spread out there. Oh, everything, Greg. like everything, all of my, all you of know, your shame, all, all of, of my your... shame, just laid out before this person who walks in and they know nothing about me and just get to instantly judge me. Be like, oh, oh. like what all did you have laying out? Like I can't believe that you let somebody in there. Well, no, I do. I, I always let them. I in. never yeah. do. Ever, ever, ever. Oh no, I love it, but but maybe I won't anymore. No, you're I made eye contact with yourself. her too, and yeah. that it feels really weird. It felt really weird afterward. Don't Hello, everyone. Guys. No. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And yes, we were out last week. Uh, we have some best ofs that aired, but I was down in Las Vegas oh. for the Consumer Electronics Show. And so we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Uh, But before we get to that, I do want to say this. We made a teasing announcement before we left about... Did we? It was so many moons ago. So many moons ago. I'm so happy to be back. Honestly, it feels like forever since I've been here. Yep. It's been a week. week. Yeah, I know. It feels like too long. We shouldn't... uh, That's too long. Okay. Well, we'll have to to discuss that. Okay. Um, But uh, we teased that we have an event coming up and we can announce that event right now. So, coming up, Saturday... January 27th, here in Portland, Oregon, at the Landmark Saloon, will be a day of festivities. Brought to you by Fun Employment Radio. So, funemploymentradio.com. Well, uh, well, do you want to let people, let's, let's give them the website and then talk about it, so that way they so, can start getting their tickets. So, well, yeah, so I want to explain what, everything that's happening. So, there's two events that are going to be going on the same day at the same place. And the first one is the Fun Employment Radio Experience, which is our live show. We've done a few of them now at Landmark. It's a ticketed event, so there's a limited amount of people that can come into this. So, that's this part of the show is going to be ticketed. It's Saturday, again, Saturday, January 27th. You can get tickets right now, funemploymentradio.com slash experience, or there's a big banner on the front page of the website. Go there and pick up your tickets. It's only 10 bucks. You get a live show from us where with all kinds of special things that go into that. Mm-hmm. You'll get uh, some free samples from our fine sponsor for the day, Not Your Mom's Iced Tea. So you're going to get a free drink. And then on top of that, you're going to get a free comedy show. And we are not the comedians. Uh, no, we will be doing God. our normal are, show. Yes, we are just going to be ourselves. But as part of the ticketed event, we'll have a surprise comedian giving a private performance just for all of you that bought the tickets. So go there now and pick up your tickets. Funemploymentradio.com slash experience. $10. Uh, buy them while you can. Uh, buy, buy them while they last. And join us Join us for the day. It would be really, really cool. And we've cool. never done an event like on a Saturday day no, before. No, Saturday's a new day for us. So that's like super perfect because it's the middle of the weekend. A lot of people have time, uh, you know, a hard time getting to Thursday events when it's during the week or Sunday events if you have to work super early the next day. Like, So this is, we found this a, good is a compromise. Spot. Yeah. So the, the live show, uh, it'll start at 1. Um, you'll arrive around noon. All the details are there for when you buy your ticket. After all of that, after that in the comedy show, then we open up. To the public. So everybody else can come on down, and we'll be doing a couple of things. One, we're going to be showing a movie. Mm-hmm. And we're going, to be sh- we're going to be showing Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day will be the movie that we will be showing, and then we'll have that going. And then after that, we'll be followed by Free Bingo. 
Jesus, with tons a lot of good prizes. It is a lot of stuff yes, happening. Yes, and uh, courtesy of Asylum, we're going to have some amazing prizes for Bingo, too. So we'll have some amazing prizes for the Bingo section and the movie section of the day. And uh, again, Not Your Mom's Iced Tea is our overall sponsor. We're really happy for them. But get your tickets now for the live show portion of the day, and then just plan on on, uh, on spending the rest of the day with us out there. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun, fun day. So we're really looking forward to seeing people out there. Pick up your tickets now, funemploymentradio.com slash experience. All right, but back to what we were talking about. I would not think that you would be the kind of person that would let someone into your into your room when you're there just with all of your stuff spread out I'm very out inexperienced with hotel rooms, so... Oh, see, I am exactly the opposite of that. Like, I... I am fully, like, it's ingrained in my being that everybody you meet is trying to steal all of your stuff all the time. And I don't think anybody's going to steal. My mother has, you you see how paranoid and crazy I am about my purse. Yeah. And, like, locking things and doing that. Well, like, there's I'm, safes in the room. There is a safe. Yeah, but, I mean, how many combinations? Could, I don't know. I, it just doesn't, it's not believable. <laughs> you think the maid's going to be able to crack the case? Maybe. Crack so, the like, safe? Uh, the majority, I never, ever have the maid come in to, like, straighten up my room when I've been, when okay. I'm staying somewhere. Well, um, we're going to talk about the whole trip here, but just to get to this point. So, uh, I was down in Las Vegas. I stayed in a hotel for four nights at, uh, at the Cosmopolitan, and... What my shame part of this <laughs> is... cosmopolitan. <laughs> I so love it how just because fancy. I say a name, now you're, you're implying that no, I'm No, like, even our friend Tuggy said, you stayed at the Cosmopolitan. Like, that's too fancy for me. <laughs> it so was that's cool. not just me. That's somebody who's, who is fancier than I. It was who pretty was also fancy. pointing out that, it, yes. It was pretty fancy. It was above what I would normally... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I felt like the outsider. But it was awesome. However, the thing is, though... What we were talking about at the beginning is letting, like, I I realized after this was happening, because, you know, they come in and clean the room every day, that this person was seeing, seeing my shame. Because you know that I have a weird thing about food and what I eat, and I you don't want people so to see it. weird. I don't want people to know. No, it's, so, a, it's like a real what, issue that Greg has. He can't eat by him, like, he can't eat in public if he's the only one eating. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't um, enjoy that. Just all these, like, weird food things going I'm, I'm on. really weird about it. Yeah. But I also, like, you know, I have my shame foods that I like. And so when I got there, when I got down there, I decided to go, and I, I was really hungry, and I had, like, an hour or so to get food. So I walked out, and, you know, you're in Las Vegas, and you're in, there's a million places where you can go eat. I went to Taco Bell. I went across the street, went to Taco Bell. Wait, so you're like in the city where there's like multiple in and outs and all different kinds of things. Tons of stuff. You could have gone to Casino Royale and get the foot long hot dog. I was not going to do that. Uh, that was not on my list of things I would have done. You missed out. That I, well, is hey, the I was best a long ways deal away. on the strip right <laughs> I was a there. Long way away from Casino Royale. But no, so and I wanted to get just some some like drinks and things for the for the room for the week. So I you know bought some Powerades and stuff. So I went to I went to Winco, and I I. I got a bag. I planned this out because I was so ashamed of what I knew I was about to you do. You were ashamed in Las Vegas. I was ashamed Everyone's in Las Vegas. Everyone's ashamed in Las Vegas. That's like the place that you can just show your shame to the world. Yeah, but I feel like this was even worse. So, I, so I went to Winco and I, bought, I got the bag. So I would have a big plastic bag full of stuff. And then I walked over to the Taco Bell next door and ordered Taco Bell. And I took the, I took the bag. Once I got it, and I buried it down in my Winco bag, just in case anybody that I was working they with happened to see me. I know, you. and I was worried about that too. No, I was worried about that for the like elevator. Tacos. Oh, Greg. here's the thing: so and I went, secret tacos. Oh my god, that's so the I, worst. If you're like carrying the bag, at least people know where the taco smell is coming no, from. 
You're hiding the taco I, I, I smell. I hid the taco so smell. So you just smell like hot tacos. Yeah. It was a grilled stuffed burrito. Oh, So I, my I hid it in God. the bottom of my Winko bag, like underneath the like drinks, so just in case if I hid into somebody I knew, they wouldn't see me with a Taco Bell bag. And then when I was going back to my room to go up the elevator, A, yes, it is a very fancy hotel. And yes, I was the guy walking through with a Winko bag full of tacos. Buried tacos. And so... Buried tacos. So I, oh, my So God. I hit the button to go up, and I was getting ready to go in there. And Taco and Bell s- has a very specific smell. Yes. Like, you know, anyone who smelled you is like, oh, that guy has secret Taco Bell. Yes, and I didn't want to be... What's st- worse is that you're hiding it. I, I think did- that's the most embarrassing part. Well, I didn't want to be in an elevator with anybody, so they wouldn't... So they wouldn't smell it. So I was getting ready to go, and then these other, this other, like, couple showed up at the last second, and they started going in. And I just, like, backed up and, like... Droop. I didn't go in, so I looked like a weirdo anyway then. Like, I didn't want to be in the elevator with them. But I really didn't because I didn't want them to smell my tacos. So oh so I God. just waited until I had an elevator to myself and then went up there and just, like, scurried into my room and then ate my Taco Bell full of shame by myself. And the part about what happened is that then I I took the bag at the end and I put it in the bottom of the trash can as though that would somehow hide it. And, like, people wouldn't know what I had done. Craig. But I know she knows what I did. Yeah, everybody and then on top knows of that, you did. I left, and I have, maybe I bought Doritos, too. And I had some Doritos and, like, a beer. I looked like such a oh, sad, wow. sad, long, there was Doritos and a beer and, like, and a Powerade and Taco Bell buried at the bottom of the trash can. That's they, like, what are you hiding it from? Like, if they're emptying know. your trash, they're going to see it regardless of whether or not it's on the top know. or the bottom. It was my instinct, my my shame instinct of hide oh. it, hide the shame, hide well, the shame. Well, why do you? I mean, I did you really just have them come in and clean every day? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. See, that's just not something. That's not a luxury I I allow myself. Really. I am too paranoid because I'm sure like hotel staff are probably totally trustworthy. But it doesn't matter. Like, in my mind, I think that everyone's trying to steal everything. I don't leave anything of value ever in the rooms. All I do, the majority of the, like, first 10 minutes that I spend in a hotel room is trying to find a hiding place that I think nobody else is ever used to trying to hide anything that I need that I think is valuable. <laughs> you think that you there's a place where the maid or whoever's going to clean it doesn't know about this hiding place. Exactly. So like that's what I like to think like about, especially if I'm traveling in, in like there, a foreign like country. Rifle through all your stuff. Like when we went to Mexico, like uh, that was like I need to find a place like that I can hide my passport because I can't carry it with me all the time. But they have a safe. Like most hotels have. I don't safes trust now. that. I don't. I don't trust it. I don't. I don't know. Like I'm sure. Like if I mean, it's the hotel property, then I'm sure there's a way to figure out how to crack it. Like it isn't you know some bank. It's owned. It's a safe owned by the hotel. I'm so just, you're gonna go through I'm all that effort paranoid. to crack the safe to get your passport. I. I did not say that it makes sense. And your sense. vast riches and that my they're vast going to riches. steal from you. Yes. No, so that's what I do. Is I find I analyze the room. I have I have my um, go-to hiding spot, which most hotel rooms have, which uh, I think is pretty efficient. Nothing gone where, so far. Where is it? I'm not going to tell you. No, tell me what your hiding no spot is. No way. The back of the one of the – do you put it behind? No, that's child's play. What are you doing? But hide it behind a painting? I don't know. No. I'm not going to tell you. What is your secret hiding spot? I know exactly where it is. I'm in the not bathroom. telling you. It's Beh- not behind the, the toilet. <laughs> Ew, no. <laughs> I don't want no, I don't want particles of things stuck to it. No. Where is not it that your you business. hide it then? Not under your business. the mattress? I mean, do you really do under the mattress Mm-mm. kind of thing? Usually you can't lift those things up. They're like, no. "Oh." Where do it's you hide not, it? It's not your business. I'm sure you could figure it out if you took some time Underneath instead of lamp? letting people root around your shame. Underneath the lamp? 
No, that's no. not going to be it. Okay. No, well, we got to figure it out. Okay. Looking in the live chat right now, funemploymentradio.com slash live, uh, which it is nice to be back and uh, see all these names here in, the, uh, in, our, in our live chat. Let's see. Rick says, please tell me you had that casino slot machine card thing hooked on your wallet chain. <laughs> no, the wallet chain goes away on these kinds of trips. It, I hide Wait, that shame. Wait, what? Yeah. Oops, forgot to turn off my phone. Oh, uh, one of your seven. Can we talk about how many phones you have at some point? <laughs> Jesus. Greg is just a taco-eating, like, phone-carrying machine. Uh, you, like, every time, like, every three minutes, like, some phone makes some noise from somewhere on his body. Yeah. You have, like, 17 phones on you. It's really Well, odd. they all need to be transferred down to the one Samsung phone, okay. but... I just I haven't gone in to transfer all the things onto there. Yeah, why would you in the one place that you would actually need the chain? Why would you not wear it because you want like the digital trends people to think that you're cooler than you are? Yeah. Oh, Greg, no. that ship has sailed. <laughs> no, but because I'm because I was wearing like suits and stuff like that down there, so it was a slacks kind of thing, slacks and shirt. And you don't feel like you'd be taken coat. seriously with your wallet. With the wallet chain walking around, I don't know if that would have been the best for the broadcasting side of things. No, so that that was, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I, I hid that shame too. I hid a lot of shame in my room. Wow. But that hotel uh, cleaner, she knew. She saw all of my shame that yeah. I was hiding from that's everybody. You, that's because you invited her in. Don't invite her in, there's no shame. Like, it's such an easy, it's a simple process. She's like, we have so many amazing restaurants here, but this this man. The schmuck. The schmuck went and got Taco Bell and hit it and then left Doritos on the table. Oh god, he was eating Doritos crumbs, and watching like Dorito football. crumbs everywhere. All right, this is like the least imp- like interesting I part. Anyway, so let's get up beyond that part. Let's go back to the beginning. Uh, it's being asked you don't have a formal wallet chain for such occasions. I don't I don't. I could certainly use one. Mm-hmm. You know, if anybody's looking for a gift idea for for me, a formal wallet chain would be nice. What does a formal wallet chain look like? Is it like diamond encrusted? I've never had no. Yes, I would imagine so. Yeah, it something probably, a little no, flashier, be gold. No, you know what gold? it is. You know what it is. It's a cloth one, and it's meant to blend into the pants, so that nobody, that way, nobody can tell that you're wearing it. <laughs> or it tucks into the back pocket, like it has. Um, it's a special kind of chain that you can like clip to your back pocket. Yeah, and so it's still attached, but it's not clipped to your belt loop. It's classier. Or what you could do is just clip your belt, uh, your wallet chain to a belt loop that's above. No, then I would never be able to pocket. get it. And so it's still attached to you. Yeah, but then I'd be reaching for it. What? So it's like stuck to the back of me? No, so you could tuck it into the pocket. Oh, hide it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have worked. No, no, because I had, I had to have my shirt tucked in so people would have seen it. It would have been exposed. <laughs> it's being pointed out. I'm still amazed in a sea where you can pretty freely indulge in any and every vice imaginable. Greg chooses to eat Taco Bell. <laughs> it was one of the fancy ones where they had a they had Wait, drinks. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Are you justifying this by saying it's one of the fancy ones? They had beer and they had like drink, like fancy, like uh, like mixed drinks. Oh, my God. Slushy drinks. Anyway, Taco Bell's not important. So I was down there it in It was one of Las the fancy ones, though, everybody. why I was in it, Las Vegas It was one anyway. of the fancy ones. Okay. So as, uh, as you know, I do work, uh, I do a lot of work with Digital Trends, digitaltrends.com. And they brought me down to Las Vegas to broadcast at the Consumer Electronics Show, which the Consumer Electronics Show takes place every year at the Las Vegas Convention Center. It's about 170,000 people attend it. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's massive. And it all takes place there and then the parking lot and then all these satellite shows that are all over Las Vegas. So it's, it's a crazy amount of people. And I was down there 
um, broadcasting all week and and doing some videos. And we'll talk about that here in a minute. But that that's why I was going down there. But on uh, what was it? Friday? When did I leave? Monday. You left Monday. I left a week ago. Yeah. A week ago today that I flew out. You know, went to I went to PDX, had my uh, had a beer before I flew. I give one beer. That's my thing. One beer, so that way I don't have to. Oh, you know, I just make my bathroom vodka. Drinks. You make bathroom vodka, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, so the only it, time I drink vodka is when I fly. That is the only time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll the yeah. I had one beer. Oh, and actually, our friend Stephanie Strickland happened to be on the exact same flight as me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so she was going down there broadcasting for KGW, uh, but she has some fancy passes because, of course, she does. So she was in some VIP lounge. I mean, where you I get don't all think that she's like. She just can't even handle like a regular pass because she is so like fancy and wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she was in some VIP. It doesn't make section. any sense to have. It. Oh, because okay. <laughs> so you're sitting at the bar drinking a beer by yourself, and she's in a VIP section. Yes, she's exactly because because uh, we had realized we were on the same flight, and she was like, "Okay, yeah, well, we sh- maybe we should meet for a drink or something." I'm like, "Yeah, sure." I'm at the at this bar, and then she she texted me. She's like, "Yeah, I'm in a VIP section, and I'm getting free drinks, so I'm gonna stay here." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, so, so we were texting back and forth. Um, but on the flight, this is something though, that I do have some tips for people about Southwest flights because oh, we had talked about how you had to run for it, right? Well, yeah. You have be- to like beat other people. Cause there's no assigned seating, but it turns out you do get a number. So the, the sooner you check in for your flight, the higher the number that you get. And so that's how you can make sure that you get a window seat. So I was like a... Like group A is the first first one, like A35 or something like that, which is high enough to where I got my own, you know, you can get there before all the roads are taken up. So that's the key. However, there are going to be people that are going to squash down next to you. And it's, and I ha- did have a bit of a battle on the way down. So I got my window seat. The woman who came down, you know, she was in the second group. She got her aisle seat, this, this lady that sat there. And then there's the middle seat. And you sit there and you're like, great who is our middle person going to be? Because somebody's going to be sitting in this oh middle seat. God. It's somebody who's showing up late. Somebody who didn't uh, check in on time. Who's it going to be? And for me, it was this dude who sat down in there and I was already firmly established oh in my, my seat. Oh my God. I have my armrest completely, completely locked down, my left armrest. And he sat down there and started scooting his elbow back trying to take, take over part of my armrest. I'm like, no, 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 I was here first. You're the late arrival. Sucks to be you, but I've already claimed this armrest. And he kept trying to bump into it and trying to like try to uh, you know trying to move me off of there. And uh, and so it was a battle for probably a good half hour on that flight, where he wow. was he was That's waiting so, for me to slip. Make, why do you just make things awkward for yourself? He was waiting for me to slip, but I did not slip. Oh I did God. not move. He started touching my arm, like trying to make me uncomfortable. Uh uh-uh. uh didn't work on me. I, I stood there. I stood my ground until finally he gave up, and then he just moved his arm off of it. It was pretty sweet. I felt kind of good about it. Is this is the next thing you're going to say? Are you going to brag about not having to go to the bathroom at all on the plane? I pushed the limits on that one. The beer was a bit much, but I I did make it. I did make it. So anyway, you get down there to to Las Vegas, and um, like I said, there are so many people there for CES. It took I think about forty five minutes probably just to get a taxi to to leave mm-hmm. the airport. It's just this long line where you have to wait through. Uh, but you do that, you know, went down and had our meeting at the broadcast booth. Did you try to find the secret uh, location for all the 
The UFO planes? I was looking for it, but I didn't have time to do much exploring at the oh, airport. Okay. I know. I could have spent the rest of the day at the airport, I suppose. You could have. Walking around. Yeah. Like, Where's the secret airplane set? Excuse me. Excuse me, officer. I would like to know where the secret airplanes are at that go to Area 51. Um, that's my that's the voice I would use for that. So so anyway, uh, got to my hotel, went and checked in at the broadcast booth, and then um, and then carried on. So Tuesday morning was when we started broadcasting. So it was at the broadcast booth. It's myself, and uh, they hired uh, a woman by the name of Maud Garrett, who was the main host, and I was kind of the co-host, and then I would go out on the floor. So Maud was the host, and Maud. I don't think Maude. I've ever met a Maud. I don't know if I have either. Oh, she's from a different country, right? Where's she from? Uh, she's from Australia. So yeah. maybe it's an Aust- more of an Australian name. Yeah, I'm not sure. No matter what, nobody. And it could seems be- like old timey. It's like an old timey name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's very nice. Yeah, it's a and neat she, name. Apparently, she's she's quite famous online. Um, oh, cool. For all of her stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, super cool. But yeah, it was. Anytime any of us Americans tried to say her name, she would be like, no, that's that's not right. No, There was some specific accent of how you were supposed to say it. Like, she wasn't mad. She's like, no, you're still not getting it. And so none of us could get it right. Was this on the air? No. Okay, I was going to say, that would be super awkward. Oh, no. Like, no. And uh, like I said, it wasn't her being mad or anything. Mm-hmm. She's just like, no, you still you still can't do it. So, uh, so, so anyway, uh, Maud was, like I said, so we would take the lift every morning to the convention center. The weird thing, though, that surprised me is on Tuesday morning, it rained. It rained in Las Vegas. And apparently, <laughs> I didn't know it, but that's a huge deal. You know, coming from Portland, I didn't think anything of it. It was just like a mild rain. Oh, yeah. Like, big, okay, big deal. But it was at the end of the world in Vegas? It was the end of the <laughs> fucking world. And and so, and apparently for good reason, it hadn't rained in 162 days is what somebody told me. Oh, wow. So, and since it's the desert, it just caused all of this flooding, like mass floods. Ceilings are up in, in uh, or roofs in Vegas aren't designed to keep rain out mm-hmm. for whatever reason. So everything starts leaking. Like, it's all leaking from the roof. Wow. They're just not set up to seal yeah, yeah. for rain, I That's guess. That's weird. Really strange. So that was, it was a huge kerfuffle uh, for the whole city. And, and yeah, there were some like, flash floodings and streets were completely blocked off. So it was just like insanity. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was really surprising. Like, it's, this is barely even a sprinkle. Like, this is nothing. Oh, you got to this be like nothing. a cocky Oregonian there and just be like, <laughs> you call this rain. I know. I yeah. was totally like that person who comes to Portland's like, you call this snow? This isn't snow. Yeah, I was totally that, <laughs> yeah. that prick. It sounds like it. Yeah. So, uh, um, but anyway, so that all happened. Went there and, and did the broadcasting. And it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, because we started at, I think we go on at 9 a.m. and then it goes all day. And then I would go off with a camera crew and walk around the show floor and go find cool stuff mm-hmm. and, and film little videos of it. So that's that was mostly what I did. And you got to see lots of robots. You saw some terrifying robots. I saw some terrifying robots. Those I mean, that's are, the thing. I don't like, like that. Yeah, I mean. And you got to meet the headless cat guy. Yes. Which is like, that's like a celebrity meeting for me. I'm like, I cannot believe that you got to meet the inventor of that thing. I totally got to meet the inventor of that. So down there, you know, every technology company, every major one in the world is there. And then there's thousands, I think it's like 4,000 exhibitors just on the convention center floor. And then there's tons of smaller ones that that companies you've never heard of that are there showcasing their things. It could be something as... Boring is like, oh, we've got a cool charging cable or or a battery cable to, 
whatever you want, mm-hmm. um, and including the robots. Like the robot section was awesome. So like each little section is kind of set off. So there's a robot section oh, while the robots oh, are. Oh, so they're all together. Yeah, and I didn't Ooh. realize, I don't think they did it like that before. I don't remember it. So like there's a robot section, there's a drone section, there's a, um, you know, a virtual reality section. Oh, okay. And then a car section and all that stuff. So yeah, the, the robot section though was nuts. I mean, it was like walking through a sci-fi movie, like walking through a Black Mirror episode. Weird. They had a robot that plays Scrabble. That will play play Scrabble against you and win. Because that's necessary? Yeah, I think it's just showcasing how it how Oh, so it it's like a rope. it's just a general robot, but it's showing how it puts together. It can trans yeah, okay. yeah. Artificial intelligence side of it. And there yeah, there was that. There was something called the Laundrobot, which will fold your fold your clothes for you. That's amazing. That I wanted. Whoa. The Laundrobot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just anything that you can think of. The creepiest one, I posted a video of it, and we we did an interview with these people. As there was all of these little, like, Teletubby-looking kind of robot things with arms and, and legs, and they all sing and dance in unison. That's, that does not go with, together. With, like, these robots weird, creepy... singing and dancing. I don't like it. Yeah, it was weird. And they were all singing, I think it was, oh, God, it was kids' songs. They sang, like, Old MacDonald. Like when these weird, like high robot voices, Old MacDonald had a farm, you know, and, ugh. No. and then they're all looking at you with their eyes, with their beady robot oh. eyes. When I was little, I went to Disneyland with my parents, or Disney World, I think, and we got stuck in the It's a Small World ride. Uh-huh. And they would then, um, like, the ride stopped working, but the dolls were still dancing. And so it was just doing, like, the It's a Small Like, <laughs> we were stuck in there for a good, like, 15 minutes. It was, that was enough to make me not be a fan of yeah. electronic singing, dancing, creepy Yeah, things. yeah. Yeah, that is, it, it was really so did, I mean, this is a, um, there is a question, or did they have sex robots there? Um, not that I saw on the floor. I did hear, though, at one of the strip clubs, they had a, a stripper robot that was dancing. What? Yeah. Yeah, I guess at one of the strip clubs in, in Vegas, they were debuting a stripper bot. Whoa. That I guess it dances on a pole and all of that. Had I had time, I would have gone just to see I that. I cannot believe that you were in the same town as a stripper bot and you didn't go and I see I wish it. I could have. I mean, that's the thing. Like People forget you. I mean, I really was working like 16, 18 hour days there for a couple of days. So it's, it's, I didn't have time to get, get over there. Had I had any time, I definitely would have gone. Yeah. Mike is saying, what is the point of that? I don't know. There's no, there's no point I can think of, but I want to see it. I would, I would throw I mean, it a dollar. I mean, it's just interesting, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's titillating, but. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Someone's like, oh, look at that sexy robot. Like, does it have clothes it that dancing. it takes off, like, as it goes? Let me take off my robot clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you must tip a dollar, no touching. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah, so, so Rick is saying Greg is suspiciously, suspiciously not addressing sex robots. I bet there was a sex robot there. I bet there was. It's like some kind of prototype. With just a couple tweaks, can't all robots be sex robots? Well, I'll tell you this. I did get invitations, and I'm sure this is not exclusive to me. Anybody in the media did. uh, Invitations from the porn companies to go check out their VR stuff. But they have rented suites, so I bet that's where the sex robots were. They rent out suites, and you go up there, and they offer you like a free drink, and then they put you on a virtual VR headset, and you watch porn. That's seriously what it is. Oh, so, so you're in the room with a bunch boners. of other dudes. Oh, yeah, God. Creepy man boners all watching VR and then passing the headset off to somebody else. Oh, after you've like sweated on it. Yeah. Oh, that's so gross. Yeah. So I didn't go to any of those. I, I didn't go to any of those meetings. Um, 
But that's I, – I guarantee there were sex robots. So – Anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah if you walk these around. nerds are taking all the time to like put together robots, they're putting something that they can stick a, their dingling in on that thing. That's what ultimately everything. Exactly. Like every, I bet if you like looked closely at even those dancing robots, there's some sort of <laughs> area. <laughs> there's where you put it in right there. <laughs> oh, it's so gross, but I'm it's sorry, so true. But if they are, yeah, if they have taken all this time to make a robot and like you know, it's like their their pet, their creation. I'm thinking that they probably want to have sex with it. Well, I mean, in all honesty, the porn industry will drive a lot of technology like especially virtual reality with its entertainment technology oh, yeah. they'll figure out how to you know put some boobs in there of course they will yes. like that's they're, they're gonna figure it out so they're probably it probably was very high end virtual reality that they had going okay, on we can stop talking but about I did not that go, porn now I did not go to the suite okay. I didn't go there right. I didn't have time you keep saying that now it's starting I to totally didn't go. I didn't go. Did no, go I didn't go no I didn't go I didn't go there I didn't go there um, yeah there was but so so just the technology side was really cool uh, I did, um, oh, I want to talk about the mech thing here in a second, but I did, I did, uh, meet a, a DT Daily fan, which was pretty, pretty awesome. What? It was before we were getting ready to broadcast. Was that a lady? Uh, no, it was not a lady. It was a, it was a kid. I mean, I don't know how old he was. He looked like he was 15, but maybe he was, maybe he was older than that. Uh, and he was there at CES. And so we were get so our broadcast booth was kind of right at the end of one of the halls, these big halls, like outside the center. So. A real prominent location. Mm. And so we're getting ready to broadcast. It's before we were going live. And this kid came up and was talking to Alana, who was our producer. And I, I couldn't see what he was saying. And then she came over. She's like, I think his name was Anthony. And she's like, uh, Greg, this is Anthony. Anthony is a big fan of yours for DT Daily. And it was he was the cutest kid. He's just like, he walks over. He's like, hey, man, yeah, uh, I watch you every day. This is so weird. And I just wanted to get a picture with you. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, my God. I'm like, come here. That's that's really cool. Come here. Come here. That sounds really that weird the way I said it. Really weird. I yeah. like how Greg can't even like take a, a like your. I don't know. I feel weird about people. that stuff. I, I I feel uncomfortable, but I mean it was it was awesome. So anyway, hi it Anthony. Was cool. It was cool. Oh, okay. I got a picture. Greg got a super fan. I got a super fan. It was cool. Uh, but yeah. So that anyway, walking around the floor and doing and doing all that, seeing all the technology. Um, the other crazy thing that did happen though was. On the on, I think it was Wednesday, the second day, when in the middle of our live broadcast, you know, because we're doing it from from start to finish, there's always something broadcasting. The power went out to the Las Vegas Convention Center <laughs> during the largest electronic show on earth. Oh, the power went out. The irony. That that is crazy because I don't think that's ever happened. I mean, that there would be kind of scary too. Well, yeah, it was cuz you didn't know what was happening. Were you near windows or anything? I happened to be near windows cuz I was in one of the hallways in between. But is it like a regular convention center where like some of them are just shoot just pitch No, the black? main the yeah. main floor is just completely black. There are no windows on those in the oh. main halls. So, I was at the end of the so there's South Hall, Central Hall, North Hall. That's kind of how it's all divided, but they all connect. And we were right next to the Central Hall. The thing is though, there's I guarantee there's going to be lawsuits that are going to be filed oh, about this. Yeah, because you have all of this high-end electronics, and you just pull the power cord on them. That's going to fuck a lot of that oh, shit up. Oh God! I mean, think about that. You know, these are like the the highest, highest end. Some of this stuff is prototype stuff that there's only, maybe only one of them in the world. Oh God! And you just yank a power cord out from it. It's it's not going to be good. Oh, okay. And so the I guess the central hall was completely pitch black because I saw somebody filming things and they evacuated the building and then brought everybody back in when I thought that like the power came back on for a minute and then I had to evacuate it again. Oh and, god. Yeah, it was it was weird. And plus, you know, you are at 
a very, very big, well-publicized convention in Oh, the and US. everyone knows what you're saying without saying it. It's very scary. Yeah, yeah. it's a little mm-hmm. unnerving at first. Like, okay, what's yeah. happening? Anyway. No, that's not, that's not a place that I'd want to be with the power out. Yeah. Luckily, we were by windows, so it wasn't quite as, you know, it wasn't quite as big of a thing. I mean, that would have been we freaky were. if you were right in the middle of it, and then all of a sudden everything's black. It's just pitch black, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So it turns out it was some kind of power, probably because of the rain. They think it, it was like a power station so it further north. So the rain shuts down Vegas entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Like half a day huh. of rain just fucked that city up. Wow. So that, anyway, they did they did bring it back on, and so they they had, they had, uh, they, had they got the power back on. Um I'm trying to think of some of the other things just to just to tell you about, but yeah, the, as far as the technology, I did get to go in the mech, which is a giant exoskeleton. The mech? the mech is a giant exoskeleton. It's like a 15 foot tall machine that you can get inside and you control it. Is as it a what, like a, a walking thing? Yeah, kind of like a walking thing. Kind of like, I mean, it's not like this, but like Pacific Rim or something, where you're in there and you're controlling a giant robot. What? Yeah. You got to go in it? Did I, you get to walk in it? No, I did not get to walk in it because they couldn't turn it on. Or, I mean, they could, but they, they weren't allowed to turn it on on the show floor. Yeah. Just for liability reasons. But I got to go in it. So it's this big four, like it has four feet. It kind of looks like a jungle gym of just like bars all connecting and weird hydraulics throughout mm-hmm. it. And to get into it, I guess you have to be basically almost the same size as the guy who created it because it's designed for him. And Greg, I'm, was he a tallie or a smallie? Oh, he was a short guy. Short guy. Woohoo. So because because I was about the same height and, and weight and uh, and I had talked to these people for a while, so I, I kind of knew them because I, I met some of them last year. They let me climb up on it and get into it. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was pretty Were cool. Were you the only one that got to? As far as I know. People? Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, got, so I got to get into it. And there's a picture of me sitting in this thing. It was pretty awesome. Because I'm like, you know, 10 feet above the floor and then all mm-hmm. these people are taking pictures and looking at it and wanting to get in it. But I got to do it. So it was cool. Oh, wow. It was pretty cool. Uh, was one pretty of your awesome. 17 phones is doing something. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you got a power outage. Did, did you get any nights out on the town? I did the final night. The final night. I, I got out. So, on Thursday night, I went out with, we went to a whole, you know, team dinner which was which was really cool. Went to a fancy buffet that I would never Ooh. be going to. Oh, buffets are so good. It was pretty good. It was it was pretty good. I mean, they were they had everything. It was pretty awesome. So went to the buffet. I'm very hungry right now. I know you, you are. About it, I'm like, oh. I know. I won't describe everything that they had in there. So <laughs> it was okay. it was good. I don't need to hear your food description. It was good. And did that, and then you know, there's probably a group of, gosh, in this group, I don't know, 15, 16 of us. That, that were all part of the digital trends, like editorial staff is kind of who I hung out with. The sales staff does their own thing. Yeah. And we were, we were, we're all going to go from there, from, uh, from the wind, from this buffet to New York, New York, which is further down the strip. But myself and uh, my buddy Caleb and Rich, Caleb, if you watch any of the DT stuff, you, you know who Caleb is. Yeah. These are your buddies. These are my buddies. Yeah. So we were like, you know what? Let's walk. Because we want, you know, we just ate a buffet. Let's like move a little bit, and I, that sounded good to me. So we walked, and then we proceeded to stop off and get beers or drinks at like everywhere along the way. And as we made our way mm-hmm. back up to New York, New York, just getting a more and more. Did you get any plastic drinks? No, I didn't get any plastic oh, drinks. Oh, you have to always get a plastic drink. Well, I was going on. You're right. We probably should have. I mean, a gotta get yeah, a pink guitar. We should have gotta get something. Probably should have done that. You could have gotten one at the fancy Taco Bell, Greg. (laughs) 
Probably. Did you say they had the fancy drinks? They there? had the fancy slushy it's drinks. It's a fancy Taco Bell. It's a fancy Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. No, we stopped and, and did that along the way, and then Caleb decided to. Which actually, we're going to have Caleb on Fun Employment Radio here pretty soon, I think, just cool. to just to come on and talk. Uh, but Caleb decided that I guess he has a tradition of buying a Las Vegas hoodie every time he's down there. But we'd had we'd had quite a few drinks, and he deci- he thought it would be hilarious to buy the bright pink women's Las Vegas hoodie, and then this was it bedazzled. The hoodie was bedazzled, but not as bedazzled as the hat. He bought this hat with like jewelry all over it that just popped out and said Vegas, and like the oh, brim boy. was decorated with all these like doohickeys glued onto it. And so he he got he got that, and then decided to that was his outfit for the night. So it was it was pretty entertaining. So you guys were all making really good decisions. Though. All making really good decisions, mm-hmm. and then getting hit up everywhere we went by all the guys. On the street, just be like, hey, you want to go to a strip club tonight? Free limo ride, free limo ride. That's constantly. They're the new um, uh, card guys. Oh, did you collect any of the cards? I only saw maybe two of those guys. Oh, really? On the entire strip. They've, they've cleaned that up. Oh, I, those I guess are the my card favorites. people aren't there anymore. Like, no. click, 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 click. Nope. Now it's dudes offering you rides and limos to go to strip clubs. Huh. That's what it was. That was like the main thing. Well, maybe it's a, you were closer to like the fancier end. Usually, we stay way down at the other end. I, well, bet I, wa- down... I walked through the through the end where Past I normally Treasure stay. Island and yeah. everything. No, I went to Treasure Island. Okay. Yeah, I went from Winds to from the Wind to Treasure, <gasps> Treasure Island. Treasure Island has my favorite fish game. Yeah, I didn't play a lot. I didn't gamble too much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not much at all. And I didn't win anything when I did gamble. I think I bet like twenty dollars total. Um, yeah, but no, I didn't see them. Yeah, I saw, I saw the strip club guys. Okay, weird. So. Did all that, went to New York, New York, went to the Circle Bar there, and then proceeded to drink a lot. I, I had quite a bit to drink. Yeah. Yeah, we all did. I mean, it was a long week, and... You deserved it. If you're going to be in Vegas, the company you was need to go for it, out. So it's like, well, hey. Oh, especially if they're paying for it. they're paying for it? I mean, what, am I going to say no? Yeah, you Like, you oh, you guys are getting that. another round. I, no, no, no none for me. me. <laughs> I have nothing to do tonight, and I've got a hotel to stay in, but no thank you, sir. Like, no, I'm going to take the damn drink. So... So the, you did that, Greg. I took you, the damn drink. You took your reward. Yeah, <laughs> I, t- I took that reward. <laughs> no, it was very cool. It was very generous of them. So it was it was awesome. Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, there's just so much stuff that happened. I didn't even know if I'd ever be able to explain all of it. Uh, the, but the broadcast you just videos, had a great time. Great time. Oh, shout out to our buddy Royal, too. I did go to see him. Royal. Oh, yeah, because he... His he company... Place? Yeah, his company rents a suite, the, a presidential suite oh. that they were in. And they, they kind of use it as a place for anybody at CES. You can go there and not have to talk about CES. So especially for companies who are sales reps or things like that. Because they're doing all kinds of meetings yeah. all day long. And they can go there and not have to talk about that stuff. And then they have a bartender. So it's, it's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. It's like, oh, I just need to get away from my rich life. Oh. <laughs> I, let me go to a... That's a different me, life than I Let lead. me retire to a suite with a bartender where we cannot talk about my rich life. Those, uh, yeah, I, I'm not in that same level. I just happen to know, know Royal. Yeah, that's why that's I fun. got in. Yeah. So it was, it was cool. It was cool. Did that. Well, I am day. so glad that you had a good time. I did. I did. It was fun. Um, thanks to everybody who was tuning in, who were tuning into the uh, broadcasts, too. That, uh, that's awesome. It's always nice to see Friendly faces. Yeah. You're in there. I watched some of yours. Did you? Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. And I always click the little like thing. Yay. That's yes. what matters. I know, right? The likes. But, uh, yeah, so that was that was my trip to CES. Cool. I went to What's Seattle CES? for a couple days. How was it? It was great. I got to babysit. Yeah. It was, it was magic. My niece is magical. I love it. That's my story. 
That was good. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. It was a good story. Well, I do have what I did miss last week was I, I kept seeing all these stories and I've been collecting some world of crazy stories. Good, because I am completely out of the loop on I, anything I happening saw, in the real world. I saw something from uh, like last Monday or Tuesday. I saw it and I'm like, oh, why do we not have a show this week? So I have some good stuff. Um, why is it not playing? Um, I don't know. Do you have it on? Do you have it on mute? Do you have it turned down? <laughs> perhaps, perhaps that that could be an issue. Greg, get your get your shit together, oh, Greg. Was that me? Yeah. Oh, hello! Oh my gosh, I've missed you all so much. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, so I whittled it down to five because I've been collecting stories all week. My li- the little treasures. The treasures I've been collecting. That's really creepy. I know. Here are my treasures. Out of Maine. All right, if you live in uh, New Gloucester, Maine, you got to be aware that there are aggressive dive-bombing owls in what the area. With owls. We ha- feel like we always get multiple stories about these owls that yes. are attacking. Well, this is a new thing that's happening in Maine and, and near a place called Pineland Farms. So that people who are walking by uh, around in this area have to be wary of dive-bombing owls. One, uh, one owl cut a man's head when it Ugh. attacked it. It came out of nowhere. Cut his head? Yeah. So they say that owls protecting a nest near a, a popular cross-country skiing trail. And owls are silent so you can't hear it coming. So they believe the bird is either a barred owl or a great horned owl. Uh, so there are warning signs around the trail. They recommend people wave their arms, flap your arms around <laughs> overhead, and wear a hat if you must pass by in that area. No way. That's just somebody fucking with people. No, like, they wave recommend, their arms in the air. Wave their arms overhead. You know what wear... the owls hate the most is the <laughs> truffle shuffle. You got to do that to keep the owls away. Or <laughs> wear a hat when you pass through the area. <laughs> uh, Pineland Farms also warns that the owls are silent when they strike, so you will not hear them coming. So remember to wiggle your arms and wear a hat if you're wandering around near New Gloucester, Maine. Somebody's got to make a movie about killer owls. <laughs> All right, I have the story out of Canada. And for some reason, this just made me laugh. It's out of Red Deer. Red Deer, Red Canada. Deer. Is that BC? It says, it says Red Deer RCMP. Royal Canadian Mounted Police. So that's Red Deer Police. Okay. Where is Red Deer? I don't know, but I just know it's Canadian. All right. Well, Red Deer police are looking for suspects who for the past three years have mailed offensive material to a person that they don't know. So. so Alberta. It's Alberta. Okay. Thank you, Greg. I'm really glad. Just want to clarify that. Alberta. All right. Well, uh, Red Deer RCMP are looking. Red Deer Mounties are looking to the public to try and find two people they say have been mailing offensive material of a sexual nature to a Red Deer man. For the past three years. So this man <laughs> has been receiving boxes every December for the last three years that contain handmade sculptures of male genitals. <laughs> he has no idea who these people are. So there's pictures that is of the a two long-term people. Prank that is a right long term prank right there. So he said they, uh, they arrive every December, all different shapes, models, paints, uh, different ways of painting, different types. The man says he does not recognize the two people that they were able to grab from a you know, from one of the security cameras at the post office. And he doesn't know why they've been sending him the packages. He said, it's a bit nerve-wracking. I don't know why I've been targeted. Police have released uh, photos of the people they believe to have been sending the mail um, on a surveillance camera. 
Um, so when they were sending the packages, so so they were able to figure out that they were the ones that uh, are sending the packages as uh, the action of mailing offensive materials falls under the criminal code definition of criminal harassment in Canada. Police are now looking to the public to help. That's a I'd- crime? Yeah. Huh. I mean, Canada's, you know, different laws there. Wow. So they are looking to the public to help identify the two people in the, for- in the photos. So they're like an elderly couple, too. But that are mailing them? Yeah. They're like two separate. <laughs> I mean, that elderly, they're probably like, I would say like 60s, maybe. Like they're older. I'm going to see the picture of them. Yeah. So if you have uh, any information about who might be handcrafting sculptures of male genitals and mailing them to somebody in Alberta... Uh, please call the Red Deer RCMP at 403-343-5575 or Crime Stoppers I mean, 1-800-222-8477. I mean, I've signed people up for magazine subscriptions before. I know, Greg. Well, you better not do it in Canada. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, it's a crime. I mean, my brother, I still get things sent to the house for shithead nibbler. They, they would deliver it oh, yeah. with that name on there. I know. Yeah. I also now have subscriptions to... Allure and... You brought me a Glamour once. Glamour. <laughs> that sounded like... That's me feeling like shit. Um, it's the Vegas in your head. Yeah, I know, because I'm I'm so stuffed up right now. There's so many people there. I'm, there's probably a representative of every disease on earth. Oh, that was my there. God. I can't even imagine the smell. I will say this. It's There's definitely a funk to it. Of course there's the a third funk. Day. And everybody bumps into you and touches you. So you just have to get used to that. You just have to sit there and like close your eyes. And I like, did watch oh. a video where some guy just ran right into you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. We, we were talking about it too. Uh, that there's one on my Facebook page. Yeah, where this guy just bump. Yeah. Uh, knocks me over. Like no, like spatial awareness. Just bam. They do not care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll just move. But anyway, so yeah, yeah, I got something. Um, what was I gonna say? But oh, yes. yes. As far as the magazine subscriptions, yeah, people in Spanish. I've got a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Jeff. Just signs me up for Well, it. I mean, I do. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry that it's freaking the person out that they're sending these to, but that is That's kind funny. of a funny. It's funny. It's fun. Like, funny is funny. Like, hand-making, like, hand-crafting sculptures three years it's, in a it's row. somebody's joke. They're like, oh, my God. I mean, I hope that's it. Hopefully it's not something creepier than that, but I, I think mean, it's I funny. I mean, it's a couple On the that's surface, it's it. funny. Who knows? All right. So, anyway, that's what's happening in Alberta. That's the main concern yeah. in Canada. You know, the, you know, the whole United States is <laughs> crumbling, but Canada is looking for people who are mailing hand-sculpted genitals to somebody else. <laughs> All right. Out of London. London. A but- uh, British butcher who got locked into a freezer said that his life was saved by a frozen sausage that he was able to use as a battering ram. <laughs> what? What? Well, this is Mine Chris, first. <laughs> Chris McCabe. <laughs> Uh, a British butcher says he became trapped in the walk-in freezer at his shop in Totnes, southwest England, when the wind blew the door shut. The safety button to the door had frozen in the negative four Fahrenheit chill. McCabe said he unsuccessfully tried to kick the button free before picking up a three and a half pound black pudding, a form of blood sausage. McCabe said that he used the meaty tube like a battering ram <laughs> and managed to unstick the button after giving it several blows. The grateful butcher said of the experience, Black pudding saved my life without a doubt. How big is this sausage? Like, three and a half pounds. Well, I mean, I understand. Like, how... However big a three and a half pound sausage is. That doesn't seem like it'd be enough to 
But it's frozen. But it's frozen. Yeah, I suppose. And maybe it's the size of the button. Yeah. Sausages save lives, Greg. Mein Vest! This is the story that I saw last week when I was really sad that we didn't have the show. And that's what I was thinking. Like, that's why we have to do the show because I found stories like these and I couldn't, like, share them with other people. Like, I don't know what I'd do. I'd just be the crazy. Maybe that's why people, the crazy people are wandering the streets. That's what I'm going to be. There's, like, ex-podcasters who don't do it anymore. Like, I don't have anybody else to tell my crazy things to. I'm just going to say it to myself as I walk down the street. Oh, wow. Is that what you did all last week? Maybe. All right. My favorite headline of the day is this. Naked poop hurling oh airport rampage blamed on too much viagra oh boy naked poop hurling airport rampage naked blamed on too much hurling. viagra okay that's a really hard like sentence to say yeah naked poop hurling like poop hurling is not a good a flowing why is word. it poop hurling why not it, poop throwing it, it should be poop throwing i don't poop like chucking. this person poop chuck well a new york tourist who walked through a Thai airport, defecated, and then threw his fissus at airport staff and travelers, is now blaming his bizarre behavior on an overdose of Viagra. This man's wow. name is Steve Cho. He was arrested last week after... <laughs> this is how they worded it. After the turd-tossing scuffle <laughs> in the departure area of... How do you... I, I never know how to say this. A Phuket? Fuck it. Phuket. Phuket. I think is how you say it. A Phuket International Airport. It took six security guards and other staffers to be able to subdue the 27-year-old Viagra-filled Steve Cho. He's 27? Why is he? No, never mind. I'm not going to analyze. Well, one of of the witnesses said it was the scariest and most disgusting thing I've ever seen at an airport. I stayed away from the man in case he started to attack anybody. Well, Cho claims. What was he throwing it at? At people. At people? That would suck. No, he said it was, he was throwing his feces at airport staff and travelers and smearing it on the walls. Oh, yes. my God. I would like, be so mad. Like, what is this new thing? So this is, a, so this is a guy from New York who's visiting Thailand. So he claims, so uh, Steve Cho said the reason he did it was because he had taken. Oh, gross. There's video. He had taken too many sex drugs and had no memory of the incident. That's what he said. Uh, so he said, so the airport authorities. Ew. Okay, sorry. There is a video that you can watch. So glad you're watching it while I'm. Trying I, well, to do I, the show. I was just trying to look up more information on this, and oh my god, yeah. So uh, Cho has, so when he regained his composure after the sex drugs wore, wore down, the sex drugs. Uh, he said that he admitted he took too many Viagra pills and lost consciousness. He said that he is accepted not. responsibility to reimburse any damages that he caused. His trip was canceled and he was brought to the police station for further investigation. Cho was examined at the local hospital for medical and psychiatric assessments. So this was <laughs> this incident was one of three. Air travel, uh, disgusting air travel uh, episode, real, uh, uh, travel related episodes that happened on the same day. So that that this was also the same day that the flight. Well, how would this be? What day was this? It said last Thursday, so I think that this might have been older because I had this story about the guy smearing the visas on the Alaska plane. Oh yeah, uh huh, yeah. So this is starting to become an epidemic. So please let's let's not make this. So a thing. yeah, so this is multiple people have been doing this. Yeah, let's this. not make this a thing. Okay. All right, everybody, let's 
Let's tone it down. All right, and since I don't want to end on that story, this is my second favorite headline of the day, and it says, Woman marries a ghost after getting <laughs> fed up with dating humans. Greg, are you sick of dating humans only for your romantic escapades to end in crushing heartbreak? Sure. Well, maybe you should follow Amanda Teague's lead by ditching actual humans and getting married to a ghost instead. A ghost! Uh, so let's see. The relationship between this woman, she's uh, 45 years old. I, Of course, God damn it, I cut out the name. Let's just call her, oh, Amanda. Amanda. Uh, so the relationship between Amanda and the 40, uh, she's 45 years old, and her husband, who's a ghost, who she has called <laughs> Jack, is fairly normal. They go on dates together. Sometimes they. Oh, he can leave the house? They go, yes. He's a ghost, Greg. He can do anything. Uh, sometimes they go on dates together. Sometimes they have arguments. What do they do on a date? But you know what they do have? I mean, they have? can't really go to dinner. Does she, like, order a dinner for him? Do you know what they do have is they have a healthy sex life, I know. is what Amanda says. Well, the fact that Jack died almost 300 years ago barely affects their marriage at all, she says. Oh, wow. Amanda, who lives her life as a female Jack Sparrow impersonator, has Wait, five- What? There is so much going on here. I, we really need to. We really need to slow this down. All right, you. All right, you help me out here. I'm sorry. A female. So Amanda. So Amanda is a Jack Sparrow impersonator. Who's That's married to her ghost husband Jack, who died 300 years ago. So just coincidence, it also happens to be... It's so weird. Okay. It's just, it's weird. Okay. She's in no way as And that's her career. That's her professional job. Yeah, so Amanda, who was a professional female Jack Sparrow impersonator... There's enough money in that. ...had five children with her human ex-husband, but has never been able to connect with anyone like her ghost husband, Jack. (laughs) Now, although she's never seen Jack's physical form, Amanda says that he was a Haitian pirate... Who once told her he was black with jet black hair and executed for crimes in, seven, in the 1700s. Wow. So also happens to be a pirate. Yes. So they really do have a lot in common. So she is from uh, Northern real... Ireland. She believes their pirate connection is what brought them together. Wait, so she's from Northern Ireland. She's from Northern Ireland. So this, this Haitian ghost died in Northern Ireland? That seems kind of odd. Uh, it doesn't say. He was a Caribbean pirate. How do you end up there? Well, it doesn't say. So it says, uh, first, they became friends. Uh, before she developed strong love feelings toward yeah, him. So they were just pals in they the They were beginning. just pals, just palling around. Just typical human ghost bond, okay. you know. All right. uh, she then said, so we became really close, and the more I learned about him, the more I liked him. One day, Jack said to me, we can actually be together, you know. But I had never heard of an intimate relationship between a spirit and a human before. Oh. She goes on to say, I did some research and found out. I bet she went to the internet where everything's real. Sure. I did some research and found out that it's a real thing, and there are lots of people in spiritual relationships, uh, but not many people like to talk about it. Now, uh, Jack, this is her ghost husband, who mm-hmm. never married during his life, according to Amanda. Well, that's the life of a pirate, you know? Is a, you don't really get a chance to develop a lot of relationships. His lady was the sea. Yeah. Uh, Amanda. So according to Amanda, Jack is a powerful spirit who can turn stereos and lights on and off and move things. Amanda claims her family has been completely supportive of her relationship, which took the next step when Jack proposed. Oh. <laughs> she said, I told him I wasn't really cool with having casual sex with a spirit, and I wanted us to make a proper commitment <laughs> to each other. If I'm going to be in a long-term commitment relation, uh, committed relationship, 
I have the right to want to be married. She said, when it came to the wedding, I wanted a big traditional wedding with the white dress. It was very important to me. Now, for their wedding, the couple ventured into international waters where their union could be legal on a boat that allowed 12 of their closest friends and family on board for the loving ceremony. Oh, my God. I would so go to that. They used a medium to allow would Jack... Would Yes, of course I would go. Okay. They used a medium so that Jack could speak the words, I do, through their bodies. And they used a skull and crossbones flag to represent him. And if this hasn't convinced you that the love of your life might be a spiritual one, Amanda explains that sex with her ghost lover is surprisingly similar to sex with a human. She adds, it is well known that people often feel the spirit touch their hands, their face, their hair. The only difference with having sexual relations with a spirit is the sense of touch goes a lot deeper. Wow. You can literally feel the physical act of what the spirit is oh doing boy. to you, and the spirit can feel it too. There you have it. The love story is old as time between Amanda and Jack, her spirit pirate lover. I got to say, she doesn't really look that much like Jack Sparrow. No, Just she's a terrible... Thing. Yeah, she, she really doesn't at all. She's a terrible Jack Sparrow impersonator. She, yeah, looks nothing like that. No, and she didn't seem, like put any effort in no. whatsoever. It's like she put on some eyeshadow and... and she's like, oh, I have black hair, here robe. we go. I'm Jack Sparrow. That's the least believable thing in this entire story. Yeah, I mean, everything else is Everything else is fine. Legit. Yeah. I have, I'm glad that you were able to point that out, Greg. Yes. All right. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. That was some pretty solid world of crazy. Thank you. Yeah. I've missed it so much. Yeah. No, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, my gosh. Look at what time it is. We're just babbling. Just what was that? Babbling. What was that? I don't know, but I was thinking about, I think I want Indian food. This is a really good story. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. you know what? The, we do. Oh, yes. Go ahead. What? The buffet uh, that I went to did not have Indian food. Oh, that's a shame. Everything but Indian food. Yeah. Well, so. you know what? While I pull something up, you should tell everybody again, uh, remind everyone about our event coming up about on January 27th. The Fun Employment Radio Experience. Yes, So please. FunEmploymentRadio.com slash experience. You can pick up your tickets right now. $10. It's that's it. Ten bucks will get you a live fun employment radio show. We will be there. We'll do our show live in front of the live audience, at the Landmark Saloon, and you will get a free private performance from a top comedian who shall be there. And uh, and so that's all included with the ticket price. It's gonna be awesome, and it's all brought to you by uh, Not Your Mom's Iced Tea. So also with the ticket, with the ten dollar ticket, you'll get a free sample of their beverage, which is. Really, really good. It's really good. So this is all on Saturday, January 27th. Pick up your tickets now. So only a limited number of people will be able to go to the live show because it's it. we want to keep it small because we want to keep it, you know, something that is that is an experience where, mm. where we're right there with you. So it's all going to be at the Landmark soon for this that This is our part. first event of the year. It is. Yes, we would love to see you down there. Um, and then on top of that, after that, so around 2 p.m., we'll open up to the public. So that's when everybody can come down. And that's when we'll be playing Groundhog Day, followed by free bingo, free bingo with free great prizes. We'll have some prizes from Not Your Mom's Ice Tea. We'll have some prizes from Asylum. We'll have some prizes from us. Yeah, so many. So it's, it's going to be really great. Uh, addressing a couple of things here in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, Mike asked if Sinbad will be the comedian. It will not be Sinbad, although I did meet Sinbad 
at CES. Oh boy. I saw, yeah, I forgot to talk about that. I was walking around on the show floor and we were just trying to find stuff to film. And uh, the, my camera guy was like, that's Sinbad standing right there. And sure enough, it was Sinbad looking at drones, which was so weird. And I was like, well, fuck it. I have to ask him if he'll do an interview. And he didn't seem too into it at first, but he agreed to. And then once he started talking, it turns out Sinbad is a huge tech geek. Huge. He's gone to CES every year for like the last 25 years. And he has like lists of different things that he wants to check out. It's pretty, it was pretty cool. So Sinbad, super cool dude. Um, Let's see what else in the chat. Oh, Chris is saying Matthew Clark recommended Swagget on Northwest 23rd. Swagget is probably the best that is, Indian food oh in town. Oh my God, that place is Completely so Completely different. For Indian food, that's where I go. All right. All right. Well, we do have a couple birthdays that we missed last week. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. This one is from Kelly. Kelly sent this to us. So this is a birthday from last Thursday. It says, hi, Greg and Sarah. This uh, Thursday the 11th, which was a few days ago, is Trina's birthday and I was wondering if you would possibly give her a shout out. Thanks so much you guys rule. Uh, sincerely Kelly. P.S. I am pretty sure that Greg actually did save her from that bully who was pushing people's heads under the water oh, back yeah. in the day. Trina and I have talked about that. Yeah. Yeah we were at the same place at Hills Creek Reservoir apparently when we were kids when I you know saved everybody on the dock. Yes you're such a hero. Kind of. I mean I don't use that word but if you want to. Okay. All right. Well happy. We hope you have a, had a wonderful birthday Trina. Happy happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. You know what's a really great late birthday present? What? Tickets to the Fun Employment Radio Experience. Oh my gosh, Greg. That would be wonderful. That would be a really good present if somebody wanted to pick up a pair of tickets for Trina. I think that's a great idea. I think Trina would appreciate it. And oh, Trina's won um, bingo before, too. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly might have, too. I, I know mm-hmm. they both come, come to the events. Oh, yeah. Well, come yeah, play some bingo with us. Yeah. But come to the live show first. All right. Also want to give a shout out to our buddy Dimitri and for his son, Xavier. We wanted to wish him a very happy birthday, which yes. was last week as well. So happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. A hot damn right. Did you see a lot of Elvis impersonators? Is that still no, a thing? I really didn't. Again, I wasn't out in Vegas too much. So it's it's like even though I was there, I wasn't on the strip a lot, but I did not see a single Elvis and Burstander. Honestly, it was kind of I mean, it was packed for the convention center stuff, but I think at night, it seems like everybody was gone. Like it wasn't crowded at all. And this was a Thursday night that I went out. Hmm. Well, I guess it's probably not a big travel time during January. Yeah, I think maybe everybody was just tired and they got drunk early and went to sleep after the show. But yeah, there, it was strange. Like, walking down the strip, there wasn't that many people. Hmm. Did you go by the Bellagio? Yes. Did you see the water show? My hotel room overlooked it. Of course it did. Oh, my God. It was a pretty sweet hotel. Yeah, I, I it was. It was. Okay. I'm not going to lie. It was okay. awesome. All right, pick up your tickets. Pick up your tickets. FunEmploymentRadio.com slash experience. And also check out all of our best ofs from last week. So we put up a bunch. These were all listener-recommended best ofs. I think Thursday or Friday we put up uh, the Butterman uh, origin story. Yeah. With the the full collection of the Butterman. Oh, my God. You're such an idiot. This has been fun. I'm so glad to be back. Yes. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to our show. We really, really do appreciate it. You know, follow us on Twitter and... Facebook and all of those places. If you're a new listener, thank you. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Also, uh, right after this, well, real quick, right after this show, we're going to be airing that you can hear it here first. 
Before Anywhere Else, the newest episode of Portland at the Movies with Todd, Mark, and the Unipiper, where they're going to be talking about Ironheart, a movie that was filmed here in Portland. It's a 1982 kung fu movie. Huh. Yeah, okay. It's, uh, he, he said, did we discover a diamond in the rough? No. No, we did not. <laughs> but they talk about that. So that's going to be awesome. So we will have that uh, airing here live for Fun Employment Radio subscribers right after the show. Awesome. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And then tomorrow, we'll be joined. Tomorrow, Tim Ledwith will be joining us. Awesome. So I'm just going to say what part of the spoiler is. Tim, if you remember us talking about cubby cleaners a long time ago. Cub cleaners? Cub cleaners. Wait, I know what you're talking about. What about it? What? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, my God. Or don't even say anymore. Okay. Oh, my God. Tim Ledworth joining us tomorrow here on Fun Employment Radio. You will want to tune in to hear about that. (laughs) All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Oh, my God.